Good morning. It is so good to have you here. Uh, and um, if by chance you're complaining about how cold it is in here, it feels good. And I, I, I'm just saying we have jackets uh, in Fellowship Hall. You can put some extra clothes, but I'm, yeah, it feels good. So welcome, we're glad that you're here, and we're glad that those who are watching on Zoom that you're part of our service as well. A couple of announcements. Um, Our Wildcats are doing really well. Um, Undefeated? We don't want to talk about it. Okay, I thought you were doing... Well, every time that Kathy gets there, it's it's good. Okay, well, okay, so they're, they're they're doing well. Okay, um, so please come out to support them. Um, you see the opportunities of service in there, so please uh, look at the times that they're going to be working at LCCM, um, and please volunteer for that. On June the 5th, we are having a called congregational meeting. This is in regards to voting on some church repairs, uh, and we need approval because we're going to be spending money. And uh, we're going to probably be spending a lot of money, so, but we'll tell you more then. Also, the two volunteers are needed uh, to help with our Sunday school, children's Sunday school classes uh, beginning in June. So um, volunteers may choose between the preschool, elementary class, or junior and senior high class. So um, if interested, see Amy McKelvey or Amanda Strupp. Uh, Also, we are doing our clothing giveaway again next Saturday from 10 to 2. And so um, please um, come out to support that. And then if we have it on Memorial Day, the the actual day, we'll decide that on Saturday and then we'll let you know on Sunday. Um, Also, uh, this week is National Conference, so... Bob and I will be at National Conference this week, and um, if you need me, please call me. If you just want to talk, please call me. If you just want to get a cup of coffee Thursday, Friday morning, call me. Send me a letter, text. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Wink, wink. Anyway, it, it'll be good. We have a new bishop uh, who will be taking over on Thursday, so pray for our new bishop. And uh, any other announcements that you have? Any others? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this day and that we have the opportunity to worship. So Lord, everything that we do now, Let it praise and honor you, in Christ's name, amen. Good morning, everybody. So before we get started today, I just want to say, Aaron Cole, your parents love you. (laughs) I love you too. He's going to be doing the percussion a little bit today because Rich is out sick, so pray for Rich. And Nick's not here, he's not feeling well either, so prayers for Nick and Rich. So if we could all stand and we'll sing.
Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I'll worship Your song again whatever may pass and whatever lies before me let me be singing when the evening comes bless the Lord oh my soul Bless the Lord, 
be seated. As we go to this time of prayer, uh, I wanted to lift up two names to you. Uh, We want to lift up Max Miller, who is in the hospital at Good Sam. Uh, We're praying for for healing. Uh, Also, the last thing I had gotten is that Sue Bird uh, was in the hospital. I think she's at Good Sam, but I have not heard anything different. Is it still? Okay. So pray for the, those two. Um, any other prayer concerns or praises that you have? Raise your Sam, uh, right behind you. Oh. Yes, uh, my wife Joyce is doing very well. She's responding to therapy. Um, but our prayer concern this morning is with her good friend, Holly Deal. Uh, Holly is battling a, an aggressive form of cancer. And uh, she was taking uh, chemotherapy treatments, and then here she had a, a stroke, so she ended up back in the effort of hospital. So they're trying to build up her blood supply so that she can uh, continue with the uh, therapy for her uh, cancer. So she's in a a bad way right now, so she really needs our prayers. Okay, well, we're glad that Joyce is, is on the men. Uh, keep praying for her, uh, but we'll especially pray for uh, Holly as well. Any other? Um, so tomorrow we officially have a one-year-old. So it's a little mind-blowing that this year just went super fast. Okay, well... Congratulations to first birthdays, okay? And I have a praise as well. So uh, my father went to a facility here, and it looks like he's transitioning well. Um, He has the early onset of dementia. So um, just keep it prayers for him as well. Thank you. Okay. Um, I I think Robbie wanted to say something too. Oh, he just wants to eat the microphone. Okay, sorry. And we wanted to wish Ian a happy birthday as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, his birthday was on Tuesday. Yes, and if, if anyone saw the pictures of Ian, um, he got to fly a plane. And um, I saw pictures of it. And him there with the headset, holding the stick and panicking. And, I mean, no, it was, it was good. So uh, congratulations on being able to do that. Any other Yes, sir. Asking prayers for our son, Don. He's been diagnosed with Meniere's disease. It's threatening his ability to work. We pray that the doctors will find a solution for him, that he may continue and get back to work. Okay. We'll be praying for him. Um, Who else? Oh, yes. Just a couple. about a number of months ago, I told you about the policeman down in Lebanon who tackled the car thief and ended up messing up his legs. Just to let you know, he is back to work, but he's on restricted duty. It's going to take about a year for his leg to heal up properly from that. Okay. And also, we have a client, his name's Sterl. He was in the hospital at the time of his brother's memorial service with heart conditions, and they thought he was going to get out a couple days later, but unfortunately he had to go to Philadelphia. He is supposed to get out today, but it was much more complicated than what they expected. Okay. We will be 
praying for him, for both of them, for continued healing. Ron? I have a friend that he has cancer and his outcome's not good and his wife has dementia so she's moving into a, a place so the whole family isn't doing well. Okay, and your, your friend was Bo, right? right. Bo. Okay, we're praying for him. Um, and, and for his wife as well. And Joyce, okay. Joan. Joan. Okay, Joan. Any other? Amy? Um, Jim has some praises and prayers from Zoom. He has a friend that had a minor car accident but has pain, and so prayers for the pain to subside. And prayers that he had is going to have a fourth book published, and prayers that he is searching for his ongoing work and, and freelance writing, and also um, prayers for those that are recovering from COVID. Okay, we are praying for all of those concerns. Yes. Uh, I think a few weeks ago I'd asked prayers for a coworker whose whose husband had had brain cancer. Um, unfortunately, he passed away last Friday. So we pray for her um, that she has to now bear it alone. Thank you. And we are certainly will be praying for her. Uh, Absolutely. Any other concerns? Um, I have one from my daughter. Her friend uh, who came up for the wedding last week, uh, both of her and her husband now um, are both sick, and their two-year-old, whose name is Lucy, uh, was allergic to penicillin, and so they're working her, but then she was getting better, she, fall off, she fell off a ladder and broke her little leg. And so this little two-year-old now has a broken leg, so we're praying for, for healing for that and for both of them to get better. Also, um, we had a wonderful time last week. I now have a new son-in-law, and now I'm a grandfather as well. So that's some exciting news. And... Yes, she's the only one who can call me Gramps, so no. <laughs> actually, actually, she calls me the old man, so yeah, that's, yeah, well, she thought Gramps sounded old, so the old man obviously doesn't, but anyway, she can call me whatever she wants to call me, so anyway, it, it's a, a joy with that, and Continue to pray for Kathy and I. We did find a house in Leesport. Um, Hopefully we're closing sometime in June, so keep us in prayer for that. Uh, And the transition, uh, as um, Jeff and Vicki are making that transition, please be praying for them and their family as well. Any others? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, thank you. Thank you that we can come at this time and worship you. That we, as a family, your family, can come together and worship, to praise you, to have a moment at time 
that we can just put aside all of the things that are, that are causing us harm, all the things that we are struggling with, and all the baggage that we carry and that we place it at the cross. Lord, help us to trust in you. In times of uncertainty, Lord, we turn to you. We pray for healing for our country, for the world. But the healing that can only come through the Holy Spirit. So Lord, continue to keep us focused on you. Even in the darkest days, we are not alone. And we are so truly thankful to you. Lord, we lift up those that are in the hospital now. We pray for healing. We pray continued prayers for those who are recovering from surgery and from sickness. For those who are dealing with death of a loved one. Lord, we lift them up before you. We ask for your peace. Those that have, are struggling right now in dealing with things that they never thought they had to go through. Lord, it is that peace that they long for. So Lord, surround those that are hurting, that are lonely, that are struggling with your peace, your wisdom, your guidance, your love, your faith, your hope, so that they turn to you. But Lord, for those good things that we are celebrating today, whether it's birthdays or anniversaries or even new family members, Lord, we celebrate all of the good things because they come from you. And we celebrate. But Lord, it's not just this hour, but it's every single day that we turn to you, every single day that we praise your name, every single day that we know that you have us that you're watching over us, that any time that we can come to you and pour out our cries, our pain, our suffering, to pour out our, to just ask for your hand of healing, of hope. Lord, we just thank you that we can come to you and shout your praises for all the things you've done. So, Lord, thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who bared those painful things on the cross to, to actually pay the price for our sins. Lord, we celebrate your Son this morning. So, Lord, hear our prayers. Hear our concerns, our struggles, hear our praises, and Lord, we lift all of this up to you. In Christ's most holy name, amen.
The scripture reading is from Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 35. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. So over the next four Sundays, I wanted to go over something, actually preparing it for you and for Jeff as he's coming in, but also uh, this is a series that I'm developing to start when I get to Leesport. And so it's called Our House, and it's, it's four Sundays, and these last four Sundays that I have with you, I want to make sure that What we've done for seven years, we've done, that will continue. And so it's basically, who are we? Um, And it's basically our house and responding to what God has called us to do. And in this, we're, we're looking at the four things that God has called, the commission, community, commandment, and collaboration. And that we, everything that we do, glorifies God. And so we're, as we start, we, we're looking at Jesus, and if you read through Matthew, you see that he's going through, in, especially in chapter 9, that he's going through teaching, and he's praying, and he's teaching, and he's healing people, and that as he's going through this, he's caring for those who are struggling, those who have no hope. And he sees them as this crowd that has kind of like no shepherd. And in, in Ezra, what was going on is that Ezra was talking about all of the people in Israel who were being led by shepherds who weren't really following God. God was upset with the Israelites because all these people were going around kind of doing their own thing and following whoever might be there. And he was actually saying, why are you following people that are turning you away from me? And so Jesus is actually coming and he's actually having compassion on these crowds that had no shepherd. People who other people would not even talk to. These masses of people that kind of just wandered. Wandered around going, who's going to take care of me? These are the people that Jesus came to talk to. Those who were being bullied. Those who were oppressed. 
those who face some incredible challenges, yet no one was going to help them. And so because they were helpless, he's like, I've got to help you. And he does. Because those who were supposed to speak for God didn't do it. And they were bound by this law that said, no, you can't talk to them because they're different. So because they were helpless, Jesus said, let me help you. And from that, we need to be doing the same thing, helping others. So when we're talking about becoming disciples of Christ, that means that we have a responsibility to help people. Actually, we are commissioned by God to make disciples. And in order to do that, we have to know what that means. That means sharing our faith with others and having them come alongside so that then they talk to others about the gospel. And then they make disciples. So he's talking, he gets into that, that look at the harvest that's going on. Have you, have you seen the harvest? Have you ever harvest time and there's someone just working in the fields by themselves? I mean, it, it just, I'm thinking, wow, if you had to do that by yourself. And Jesus is saying, look at the harvest. Look at all the people that are out there. Are we actually helping them? So this is what God is actually trying to get us to focus on. Who's going to help? Who's going to work? So there's two ways to be motivated. Either we can talk to people about God or that we can concern about, we're concerned about their welfare. So one of the things that I noticed yesterday, we're doing this clothing drive and, and we didn't get a lot of people in. But those who came in were greeted warmly. There was coffee. There was donuts. No, not donuts. No, I had donuts before I came. No, there were cookies. I didn't sh- Yes, Sharon, I didn't share the donuts because there wasn't enough to share. Kathy only got me two. Anyway. Yeah, I threw her under the bus quick. Anyway, what I saw was something amazing. So I had was heading out, I, I was in my office, and I was going to Georgine to say, hey, look, I'm going to run home for a little bit, I'll be back. And when I went in, I saw something truly amazing at our church at work. Here is a gentleman and their, his daughter, and they were coming in and they're sitting, and every one of our people came in, and they sat with him, and there was this incredible conversation that I almost didn't want to interrupt. But it was great. It was wonderful. They were sitting and they were talking and they were laughing and they were sharing cookies. And Sharon told me today that the gentleman was actually in, engaging and so was the, his daughter. And they were talking back and forth. And I'm like, this is what the church is about. Sometimes we get so busy that we don't take time to just sit and talk. And visit. That's evangelism. 
We're concerned about others, and so in doing so, that means we do have to stop what we're doing. Sometimes we feel like we have to get busy for the Lord. Well, actually, sometimes it means to sit down and have a cookie with someone. Have coffee. Have lemonade. And just talk. Georgine, did you get something out of that? Just talking with him? Yeah. Sharon, you did. Those who were there got something out of it. Just sitting talking. Bill, you were there. You were sitting there and just enjoying the conversation. Judy, you said that you enjoyed, in fact, you said that his daughter was engaging. And she was what? Eight. And for an eight-year-old girl to start talking with people that she didn't know, I thought, how relaxed did that eight-year-old feel with all of you? that she'd never met. That's how welcoming you were. And I thought, wow, that was incredible. Sometimes we get into, um, into this word called evangelical. And a lot of times when you say evangelical now, people want to take that away or it means something different. Actually, evangelical just means good news. Sharing the good news. That's what, who we are. We are evangelical. And it's not a bad word. Sometimes politics have made it a bad word, but I'm not ashamed to be evangelical. It just means I want to share the good news with others. I want to be able to share that good news. Because if I share the good news, it encourages others to share the good news. And how do we do that? Again, however gift that God has given you. I mean, there are sometimes when we talk about evangelism, we're thinking about maybe Billy Graham. Or maybe there are times when um, I've said, well, you know, I'm going to have to leave for a little bit. Uh, Sharon, you're going to have to preach for me. And Sharon says, no, right? Not going to happen. You know I'm going to do it. Brent, if I asked you to preach, what would happen? You're not showing up that day. Even if I asked you to preach right now, the doors would be... Where would Brent go? Because that's not your gift. But I know his gift is compassion, just as I know Sharon's compassion. That's that gift. Sometimes we feel like we have to, we have to do something That's not in our nature. Why? We are made up of different things. We have different gifts. And sometimes it's doing a clothing drive. Maybe it's going on a mission trip. Maybe it's something that you can do for someone else. And very simple Something, something, for example, and I've used this before, and I don't want to embarrass him, but Bill, you have an incredible gift sitting on your front porch. How many people have you talked to sitting on your front porch? You've waved to them, and now you've had this relationship. Because you would not have known the triplets 
if you had not said hello. And now they check on you all the time. This is, why are we trying to make something different? If your gift is saying hello, if your gift of doing something, do it. That's what God is calling you to do. Maybe it's through art. I know, Kirk, when you made that painting of Jesus, you're using your art for God's glory. We don't have to be perfect. We just need to be doing something. So, what if... How many, how many of you are really good with cars? Like rebuilding cars or doing oil changes or anything with your car? Okay, obviously we... Oh, really? You, you can change oil. Okay. You can use a buffer. <laughs> okay. What about building a house or doing some, some uh, work in a house, Bill? That's your gift. But do you know much about cars? So you would find someone to help you with your car. You can change oil. Well, actually, I'm not. No, I could probably change oil. The car would explode. I'm just, I'm just saying. I did change a light bulb one time in a, in a car, but I had to remove the battery and then another hose and how I got it back together, I'm not really sure. But then a month later, then I think it died and exploded. So I think something I did, it was the wrong light bulb. Thanks, honey, that blew out the computer, yeah. Yeah, you had to get one in after all the ones I do. Anyway, we ask someone. We don't have to be good at all things, but God has given you something to be good at. Use it. We are living a life that needs a little bit of hope, a little bit of faith, a little bit of grace. And people are on the outside are searching for that. They're searching for answers. They're looking for someone to come alongside and share that. Because in this world today, you know and I know that it is hard. And especially with the politics and the stuff going around the world, it's extremely hard, and we need to be able to share a little bit of love and grace and hope with our neighbors. So evangelism is more about just facts about God. It's an invitation to experience Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you've given us certain gifts and you've actually commissioned us to do just that, to go out and to share our gifts that we're really good at with others. So Lord, we ask that you would continue to guide us, that you continue to, to 
help us to share our faith in the way, ways that you've taught us to share our faith. However that is, Lord, who, and wherever that happens this week, Lord, help us to share our gifts to glorify you. Lord, this is our prayer, and this is our hope. So, Lord, we pray your blessings upon us now so that we may glorify you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
So I, uh, I have two people that uh, really uh, do a, a great job in helping me pick out hymns, and that's Judy and Gloria. And there are times where the last hymn, I'm just like, hadn't really heard it or whatever, and then I read the words, and it goes right with the sermon, so thank you, Judy and Gloria, f- for that. So let's, let's pray. Gracious Lord, help us to be about you this week. In all that we do, let us give glory to you. So Lord, send us out as your servants, as your children, praising you all the day long. In Christ's name we pray, and all of God's children said, amen.